We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 644-16 before 7. Tommy Tucker, WWL. Again, I hesitate to tell you about the weather because they were a little off last time with the timing. For, but let's see if we can get it all in. A 20% chance for showers today. Humid. Highs of 78 tomorrow is going to be the real chance for showers. They're saying mostly on the North Shore. We'll see. Chance for p.m. storms. Highs of 80. Then it clears out for the weekend. 52 on Friday. Plenty of sunshine. 54 on Saturday. Plenty of sunshine. 68 with a lot of sun on Sunday. And then Lundy Gras, 20% chance for showers. Highs of 76. Fat Tuesday itself, 20% chance for showers. Highs in the lower 80s. Joe Jeruso joins us now, New Orleans City Council member. How you doing, Joe? Good morning. I'm well, Tommy. Back in the day, I used to. You? I'm okay. Back in the day, I used to say with a high of 82 on Mardi Gras, bring lots of film for the camera. But you don't need that anymore. You just need your phone because Lord knows what you're going to see there in a the quarter. Um, let's talk about Jason Williams and missing these deadlines to charge juveniles um, in both the the carjacking of Scott Toops, who we talked to his wife Stacy. He lost her, and also Noah, a student from UNO, walking in Lake Vista. Um, is that on your radar at all, Joe? Sure, it's on our radar because people are talking about it. And look, as a lawyer, I think there's two things. You're always worried about the things you cannot control, which is what the law may be, how it gets applied, how your witnesses do, all of those things. At the same time, you also worry about what is in your control, and deadlines are one of them. And it's just one of those things where you've got to keep an eye on your deadline. You've got to know where it falls. I also know that there's different deadlines between the, the criminal code and the children's code, and it's complicated sometimes to balance all that stuff. But you, you got to get the deadlines right, and that's what the public expects. You're an attorney. You know the process. Um, it's just hard for me to believe that. I mean, if I want to record a TV program, and I said this last week, I just put the reminder in my phone and I record it. So I guess I'm wondering if the DA is conflicted about charging these people as adults because it seems implausible that you would just forget about the deadline or it would sneak up for you or – one of them is serving juvenile life already, the guy that, that allegedly carjacked Scott Toop. So it, basically you can't sentence him to juvenile life twice. It, it, he would be going without any penalty for this crime at all. I just don't understand how this could happen. Do you, plausibly? Well, well, I guess I would say I wish it were as simple as, hey, I know my favorite show is on Thursday night at 7 o'clock, so I'm hitting record. It's not I'm always. about a reminder, that, though, Joe. Like a. I know. Oh, I know. Well, that's where I'm headed, though. Okay. Is is you're 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 right about that. And listen, I've worked with people before who um, you got a deadline. Uh, you got a deadline of let's say the thirtieth, and then the beginning of the month you get a reminder. You get a reminder the middle of the month. You get a reminder a week before. So, depending on how anal the lawyer I was I worked with was depending on how many reminders you got about what happened. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where every lawyer does it a little bit differently, whether you go way far out and have reminders or whether 
you put it on a few days before, uh, but it's it's general practice to make sure you keep at least one calendar. Some some lawyers keep two, whether it's on your computer and, and then separately maybe with the secretary or paralegal. But the idea is within that office, there has to be um, in that screening process people who are keeping an eye on that ball and developing a process. So whether it's a 701 deadline, whether it's prosecution deadlines, whether it's appeals deadlines, things aren't being missed. I've spoken to a lot of people um, that have been victims of crime, and they tell me that the system is stacked heavily, well, and the Constitution is too, I guess, uh, in, in favor of, of the criminal and not so much for the victims. Is there anything the council can do or is doing to make it a little bit easier for victims to, to follow the, the process, to make sure that their voice is heard in court? I know the DA is supposed to be the voice of the people, but... It seems as though with some of his statements, Jason Williams talking about it, and I'm not trying to create a political divide here or anything, Joe, but talking about how he, he wanted to make sure that justice was done and representing, uh, I guess, the, the juveniles. He didn't exactly say that, but that was the implication. Talk about, to tell you what, we got to take a break. I just realized what time it is. When we come back, you can address the whole uh, issue, if you will, of of victims' rights and what can be done to help the victims of crime in New Orleans. Lord knows there are a bunch of them, violent crimes specifically, in following the cases. I don't know if this is something you and the council are looking at or not, what resources are available. Um, I know a lot of them have a hard time just getting notices from the DA as to when the trial or when the um, hearing is going to be conducted. We're talking to Joe Geruso, New Orleans City Council member, about helping victims of crime. If you have any questions or comments, 504 504- 260-1870. Right now it's time for traffic on WWL. 655 and a half. Tommy Tucker, WWL, talking to our friend Joe Geruso, New Orleans City Council member. Joe, how you feeling? Better? Oh, thank you. Yes, much better. It's going to have COVID the week before Mardi Gras is the time to do it. Yeah, it's going around again, it seems like. And I just wonder what's going to happen after Mardi Gras. Um, is this the first time you had it? And this is the second time, and I was boosted, too, so I was kind of surprised to get it, but milder the second time. I guess you're out all over the place talking to all kinds of different people. Tell me what resources are available um, to, um, to to help victims, and is the system stacked against them? That's what I'm hearing. Well, I think, first of all, the Constitution provides that the, the defendant has a right to a speedy trial. So let's just start there, that things move rapidly because of the way the system is set up to begin with. I think on the soft side, what the council has done wants to fund people who are traumatized by what's happened to them as a victim so they can go to UMC and get care there if they need that. Then a council member Green also set up funding for a victim rights person. So that way somebody inside either the city or the DA's office can help provide, I think in theory what he's thinking about is is what is going to happen, what to expect, what you may be entitled to. Um, and then and then last, uh, you said it, the, the DA's office is supposed to be that place that touches base with people. And I think one of the things Jason is trying to do at this moment is beef up his screening department. Those people are the ones who decide how cases should be prosecuted. But at the same time, 
they, they or somebody in the office needs to reach out to victims and say, this is what you can expect. This is what the deadline looks like. This is what's coming up. So you kind of need all parts of that to work correctly. Um, are you confident that or do you have any hope? I don't even know what the right choice of words would be, Joe. Are you optimistic that maybe we're starting to make some inroads as far as crime goes, or do you think it's too early to tell? And could there be a little lull because of Mardi Gras, and then we're back to business as usual? And I hate to put it that way. Uh, well, I think I think the question of lull is always right. These things that tend to bring us together tend to also have a downtick in crime. Mm-hmm. So what's going on? But then I think, look, if we are going to have more meetings, more things we're doing, more scrutinization of every department. And it's not necessarily to be critical and say you're not doing something correct. It's to be what what are we getting as a result of the additional funding to everybody. And so from the police department to the DA's office, to the public defenders, to the judges, what are we seeing? What's going on? How are things working? And, and, and what can people expect as a result of that? And the only way it works is if every single part of that system is functioning and communicating with each other. One minute left. Do you know if a contract's been signed? Are we conducting a national search for a police superintendent? Are we any closer to doing that since the day Sean Ferguson signed off? So the contract came into City Hall not last week, but the week before. It was being reviewed by the law department. I think they're close to finalizing their review. My hope was the contract was going to be signed by last Friday. Fingers crossed it'll be this week, and it's on my agenda for today and tomorrow to figure out where we stand. Who's signing the contract, the mayor? I don't know if it's the mayor or the CAO. Typically, the mayor signs the contracts for the city, typically. But I I think it's just one of those bureaucratic that needs to be reviewed and go through the different departments. Ten seconds. Ten seconds. Does the council get to review it first? Not really. Okay. Um, this is the, We don't get review most of the contracts. All right. Thank you. I appreciate your time, Joe. I'm glad you're feeling better. Have a nice Mardi Gras. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk to all. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.